Matt and this is Miles and we're back for another Touchpoint um, and we're excited as we're diving into our series David Broken and Beloved and it's Old Testament right and so a little bit I think for us to dialogue this morning because there there is a, a difference Old Testament is very much for sure n- narrative yeah. and I think sometimes it can be confusing as we try and read it and understand and we have this thing right why we get sucked into stories is sometimes yeah. We see ourselves in the stories and a lot of times we see ourselves as the hero of the story. And I think if you just look at the books or the movies we watch, right, Mm -hmm. with these heroes and the the question that kind of came up and Pastor Brandon kind of helped us unpack, how how do we read this rightly? And so the one thing he he told us was God's word is written with a hero in mind. Mm -hmm. It's not me. Yeah. It's not you. No. And even in this, like, it's not David. So how... Can we dialogue a little bit about that? Like, how do we avoid this danger? And what are some ways even maybe that, that you've seen this? And, and, and I'll share to you of like cautions for us as followers of Jesus of saying, how do we see ourselves rightly in the work that God has called us to do? And remembering that at the end of the day, we're not the hero and you're not the hero. Right. And our theologians or pastors, they're not the hero, Jesus. Is. It's, it's true. Yeah. I mean, it's one of those things that when we really look at uh, our lives in the Bible and a yeah. saving grace that we receive yeah. from Jesus, there's always such an emotional factor to it, right? Yeah. We often come to Jesus with brokenness. We come yeah. to Jesus with awareness of our sin, but also the sin around us and how it yeah. affects our lives. And so naturally, we want to look to the Bible for an answer that is yeah. clear, tangible, yeah. and that we can relate to. And when looking at the Old Testament, like you're saying, and like how Pastor Brandon said, there is a hero in mind, and like you said, it's not us. Yeah. It all points towards Jesus that is that saving grace. But when we look at stories like David that have some things that we can you know, swap around nouns and swap <laughs> yeah. around things, we can start saying we have Goliaths in our lives. We, you know, What are the stones? What do yeah. they represent? And there's always these tough things that we can find ourselves in as an emotional story-driven yeah. culture yeah. Yeah. Uh, where we end up taking the Bible and kind of twisting its arm to fit our lives and our narrative to make us feel a little bit more attuned with certain things and labels that are going on in our lives. And uh, is that always wrong? It it, it can be tough to to say that. And I think that one of the things that uh, you and I were talking about earlier is that with a a generation that's coming up that has so many different, uh, you know, I would say like icons or people that they look towards, whether it's because of social media, YouTube, or uh, if if you're into playing video games at all, it's like streamers and different things. And there are people. And so because there are people, it's kind of like you begin to have this story driven narrative around what the Bible could be telling us in our modern scope. Um, And so you look at, you know, David and you want to say, oh my gosh, like in this story, I can relate to David in this way because there are Goliaths in my life. But in reality, like you were saying, it's just like that the story of David and much like the Old Testament stories at large, it all points towards a saving grace that ultimately is Jesus. And so I guess what is your take when you listen to uh, Brandon's message yesterday relating to how this story points towards Jesus? Yeah, I think I loved when he was talking about um, when we read it. He talked about reading Old Testament narrative. The first question is not, what does this mean for me? Mm-hmm. And I think there is sometimes like, what does this mean for me? And he says, what does God want to show me about him? Mm-hmm. And I think that's so good because it's, it's so easy to put ourselves in the center of the story um, or put 
another person maybe that we look up to as as a rescuer or whatever mm -hmm. you know and i think even gener generationally you, you always see this and the, i mean that was israel's whole thing is right. before david it's, it's yeah. saul because they wanted, they wanted a king. king they right. want they wanted this dude and you you see that that they put their hope in these things because right we're broken people and mm -hmm. we forget so easily and so we say well maybe this will fix it and and, and, you know, one of the things he talked about later was saying that, um, right, God has always been faithful, so he always will be. And I think there's a caution for us mm -hmm. to not confuse God's faithfulness and how he works through a person mm -hmm. to say that it's always going to be like that person or a person like that, right. that it's right. God that was the hero. And True. maybe he used that person. I think that's a danger Mm -hmm. For all of us across the generations of if we could just get back to this, if this could just happen again. Right. And it's the God stays the right. same, right? Forever <laughs> right. and always. Mm -hmm. um, but it really is, is he's going to do it right. Brandon said, God rescues his people and he does it his way for his own glory. Right. And I think that's what's hard for us is that there's times where we say, well, God, I think this is the yeah. best way because you did it. You did it with this kind of person before. And so mm -hmm. we're looking for that kind of person again instead yeah. of saying, no, the God who's a provider is still a provider. Mm -hmm. And his provision can come in in different forms. But that's hard for us yeah. because it's so easy to want to be the hero or, or see this person as hero instead of saying, right, God is God is provider, that, mm -hmm. that God is, is holy, that God is merciful, that God is just. Yeah. Um, and so there, there is that tension there as we look at this. And I think there's the how this shapes out for a younger generation right? Um, that I think sometimes can say personally, because right for us, it's this idea with social media that we have this this platform and this space and we're for comfortable sure. with it. And we're trying to say, right, here's where here's where I can have my voice. And so I need to find mm -hmm. that that mark, that impact to make to, to change and. And I think we can confuse that where it's like, oh, when we get there, then it's like, oh, God is good. <laughs> right. And it's like, no, God's goodness He's is not dependent way. upon right. that outcome. And vice versa, I think there's times where for, for others, it's this, if we can just get back to, right, this day or this age. And, you know, I was, I was saying with that, even this morning reading in the Gospels, because um, I think it's so easy to say, oh, this generation today is so... and. <laughs> And I, I sat with Jesus' words, and he's like, in the midst of this, right, wicked and sinful generation. And mm -hmm. so it's like, man, none of that has no. changed. Right. Right. That there's always brokenness, there's always sin, there's yeah. always wickedness. But, right, Jesus is the same yesterday, today, yeah. and forever. And so even as we read this saying, right, reminding ourselves, right, he is always the hero. And mm -hmm. so what does God, right, what does God want to speak to us? Not right. a, a new word, but. I think yeah. uh, a reminder because uh, we are so forgetful that it's True. not like that God's speaking a new word to us. It's more just <laughs> like, oh, I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. And I mean, so it ultimately boils down to like in kind of like summation of all yeah. of that. Uh, the funky part is, is that while we were able to uh, this past weekend observe like a good story of God's like ultimate sovereignty over a circumstance. The truth is, is that if we're to like reverse engineer that and say, yeah. OK, what does that mean for our lives? It, like we've talked about, we trip into these issues of wanting to have a tangible, like something yeah. to hold on yeah. to. So we point to something lower than God mm. as an answer for us. And so what's, with what you're saying, if I'm hearing it right, is like a biblical uh, assessment of what faith is, yeah. is to always point like the compass towards the Savior yeah. instead of something less than. Yeah. Uh, and that's super cool. I think that if that's what we got out of 
you know, these yeah. past couple weeks in David, that is a strong message. I mean, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, that's such a good word. And I think reminder for us of the, um, you know, I'll kind of close with this thought. When you sit with Hebrews, where the mm. 12, like the by faith. Mm -hmm. And I think where it looks in all of that and our response is just in faith to, right, to press towards Jesus. But it closes with this and none of these, right, received right, on this earth, on this side of eternity, what they hope for. Mm -hmm. And so I think, I think that's where, where you're looking at is the danger sometimes is we want to give up because we think that, right, the whole yeah. God, right, God's going to slay this giant. And there's times where it is that yeah. provision looks like this battle here on this side of earth is won. But there's other times where your hope is just in the promise of his word, mm. right? In Revelation where it says there's a day coming, right? Where he will make all things new. Mm -hmm. He will wipe every tear from the eye for those who say, right? My faith and my trust and my hope is in Jesus. Not because of what he he's going to do in this life, right? right? Because of what he has done, right? And what his word says and because he is true, because he is good, because he is holy. And so that's such a good reminder for us mm -hmm. of not giving up or putting our hope in these lesser things, but putting our hope in God, um, who is true, right? who is faithful, who is good, regardless of our perceived outcomes right. around us, regardless of our situation. But that's hard. And I think that's why we need community. Yep. That's why we need spaces to remember on Sunday morning mm -hmm. as we sing songs, as we gather online during the week as we gather in homes and, and, and share right God's word and meals together. That's good. Well, thanks for, uh, thanks for joining us for this and miles. Thanks for, yeah, unpacking this with us. And as always, we'd love to connect with you um, as you're on your journey. And as you're saying, how do I faithfully seek after God and his word and make much of Jesus every day to everyone?